Welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So welcome back to the podcast. If you missed last week's episode, we had a special guest, Israel Wayne. I would encourage you to go check out that conversation. Um, it was just so encouraging and it was such an optimistic uh, perspective on raising our children in the current culture right now, where sometimes it feels so upside down and evil and chaotic. And yet he had such an optimistic perspective about how we can raise our children in the current culture. So go check that out. Um, I also want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia right now has a 25% off summer celebration. Plus you can receive free shipping on orders over $150. Uh, go check out everything they offer at Apologia.com. They have curriculum, online learning, homeschool support. They are, um, you know, truly written from, everything is written from a biblical perspective. They're, it's a creation-based curriculum that constantly draws students toward a higher order of values and facts. We love Apologia. We've used it pretty much our entire homeschooling career in some way, shape, or form. So go check out everything they offer. They also have free resources on their website. So there's just a treasure trove of resources at Apologia.com. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about something. I don't know if this topic is going to hit home, if it's weird. It just, it was something that I had in my head and I was like, I really want to talk about that. So I'm going to title it, um, not a type A. I am not a type A. And you know, I want to talk today about that uh, notion, like, I don't know, I feel like especially in the homeschooling world or just, I don't know, just in general, everybody's always like, oh yes, I'm so type A and you know, everything has to be perfect. And I sometimes feel weird because I'm not that way. <laughs> so all of you out there, maybe your closet, what do they call us, type Bs? Maybe your closet type Bs like me. You know, I don't really believe in categorizing these different, uh, labeling these different types of personalities. I think it's really actually important that we all do have different ways that we operate. You know, we aren't all the same. We don't all have the same strengths and gifts and talents. And, you know, it's okay. And we all do operate differently. I mean, it's actually biblical where it talks about the body of Christ and how each has a different part and each has a different function but yet we all function together for the greater body. And so I think that goes to say that we all do things differently, <clears throat> you know, whether it's um, organizing or homeschooling or parenting, you know, at, at the core, 
at the core, we all have the same core value, and that is to glorify God in everything we do. And so you can glorify God as a type A. You could glorify God as a type B, What if that's what I'm called. You can glorify God in all you do, uh, you know, as long as you're keeping that perspective that you do all things for him, right? It says whatever you drink and eat and whatever you do, you do all for the glory of God. And I don't know, I feel like sometimes I feel a little bit like I have to keep it a secret that I'm not a type A because everybody seems to like glorify this, you know, very structured, very busy, very uh, perfectionistic, uh, very um, organized, very disciplined. And, you know, it, it almost feels like it's like this glorifying of it. And, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong, obviously, with being a type A. But there's also absolutely nothing wrong with being a little bit more free-spirited. I guess that's what I would be. Um, so it's funny because growing up, my family, my mom, I have one sister and my mom, and they are extremely type A, and they're perfectionists, and they're um, extremely orderly, extremely neat, extremely um, organized. And then I came along and I threw the whole family off balance. And I had to share a room with my sister. I mean, we couldn't have been more opposite. And, you know, I have a natural bent towards um, disorganization, I guess you can say. And you know what's really cool? Because I've talked about this before. I always, I actually have a podcast episode, I feel like years back, it's way in the archives about this messy little girl, you know, I forget what it's called, this messy little girl grows up or something like that. You know, I was that type that was actually very messy, very disorganized, um, always two steps behind everybody else. I felt like I was always coming home from school, like missing the important papers. My backpack had like, you know, everything hanging out of it. And I always felt, you know, very obviously disorganized. Plus I was feeling it because I was stuck in this family who was very perfectionistic and organized. And so as I grew up, it's cool to see that, you know, I am not that messy little girl anymore. I, I keep a very neat house, just so you know. <laughs> I don't want you to think that like you come over here and we have this big chaotic home. It's not at all. But it's interesting to see how God has kind of worked in me. And I think I kind of rebel against that messy little girl now because I, I, I remember the feeling of what it was like to be two steps behind. So now we are the family that is always early. It is extremely rare for the Debuses to be late. In fact, it's like a joke in our in our home, in our family. We are always early, not just on time, early, because I don't want to be late. Or, you know, I remember always feeling like two steps behind, so I kind of rebelled against that. And my solution to not having a lot of chaos and clutter is not to have a lot of stuff, you know, because I'm not good at organizing. So the way I organize is... I just don't have it. <laughs> There's nothing to organize if you don't have this stuff, you know. So I kind of see how God has taken my inner bent, so to speak, you know, my natural inclination uh, to be a little bit more free-spirited and to kind of channel that as an adult 
in various ways for good. So that's kind of interesting. You know, people often think of me when I say like in the beginning, simply living for him. You know, now it's really my ministry is really just faith based. It's all about getting in the word. It's all about Jesus, right? In the beginning, I did blog a little bit more about like, you know, keeping your home and keeping things simple and organization and things like that and simple meals and just, you know, simple motherhood, really. And, um, you know, I think people often kind of confuse that with thinking I'm this organization guru or, you know, I have these methods to keep things simple. No, my method is like, don't bring it in the house. (laughs) You want to keep it simple? Don't buy it. You want to have less stuff? You know, just don't, don't go out and shop. So that's, that's the way I keep it simple. So no, I am not naturally organized. I am not naturally this, you know, uh, perfect planner person. I am that's like a work in progress and God has worked in me. But yeah, I am not naturally a type A. I am definitely more of a free spirit. And that affects things, whether it's homeschooling, that affects the family, that affects, you know, my life. It even affects how I study my Bible. It affects uh, my faith. It affects everything. So it's interesting to look at our personalities and see how God designed each of us so differently, but also how he works through those things to um, enhance our strengths and maybe to um, help us in our weaknesses. So I think it's really cool to understand your natural inclination and then to allow God to work through that. And, you know, you don't have to, you know, um, fight who you are naturally, but you can see how God can work in it, you know, and he, like I said, he can enhance your strengths and those can help you. You know, I have one son who is a total free spirit. He's totally not an in the box kid. He was very challenging when he was younger and he was very, very strong willed. And I look at that now and it's just like everybody said, as a teenager, as a young man, he has used all of his natural things, abilities, his natural bent or inclinations from, you know, that I thought were a hindrance when he was younger, but now I actually see how they are his strengths because God has channeled them well. You know, when he was little, his strong will came out in, you know, defying us or pressing our buttons or pushing the limits. But now as a young man, his strong will has been channeled for good and for doing things well and and pushing himself and setting goals and working hard and you know not taking no for an answer because he has allowed God to change or to direct I should say direct his natural energy for good you know all of us are born with like a nature of how we we operate and we can either choose to let the Lord use that natural inclination um, and channel that for good, or the enemy can come in and put us on the other path and channel it for not good. So it's kind of interesting to see that. And so today I just wanted to talk about that. Like, first of all, if you're not a type A like me, don't be ashamed of it because we all have our different gifts and talents in the way God made us. And 
there's certain wonderful things that can come from being a free spirit, right? We can be spontaneous and we can kind of push ourselves to do things that maybe somebody who's kind of in the box living or a type A perfectionist won't take a step out because maybe they're fearful that, you know, if it's not perfect, they won't do it. Whereas I'm just like, you know, let's, let's do it. I am a real visionary. I get ideas literally nonstop all day long. I am always flooded with ideas and I always just want to run and do all of them. So I need a type A to come into my life and be like, okay, let's slow down. And you know what's cool? I have friends like that. I have friends who balance me out. And I think that is so beautiful. We're not all supposed to match. We're not all supposed to be the same. If we were all type A, we all, it would be boring. Like we wouldn't get a lot done because we'd all be in our boxes. We'd all be living a certain way. If we were all free spirits, we'd just be like, you know, (laughs) flying by the seat of our pants all the time. So we kind of need that beautiful balance of, um, different personalities. But yeah, I have friends who I can like bounce all the ideas off and be like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And this would be so great. And everything to me is like very ideal. Like, you know, I just have like these rose colored glasses and all of my visions like this is going to work out and this is going to be perfect. And, you know, I need people to kind of speak more rationally into those dreams sometimes or more practically and say, you know, okay, that's a great vision and idea, but practically how do we make it work? And then then we can balance each other out. Whereas somebody who isn't a visionary and just knows how to put things into practice, you know, they need somebody with the visions. My daughter and I work very much the same way when we are working together for our retreat this summer. I was, you know, she is extremely organized, extremely, extremely organized. Time management, like out the wazoo. She is so good at that. She color codes everything. She's, you know, really great at dates and times and all of that. And she had said to me, because I said to her, I just always have all these ideas. And she's like, I don't have the ideas, but I can put them into practice. And so we balanced each other well and worked really well together uh, during our retreat planning this past summer. So I think I just want to encourage you out there, if you feel like you have to be this type A, perfectionistic, you know, organized person, maybe that's not how God created you and it's okay. Like, you know, I'm not saying that one is better than the other at all. I'm saying we all need each other. We need the type A, we need the type, I don't know if I'm called a type B, I keep saying type B, but we need the, you know, fly by the seat of our pants people like me. We need that balance in our world. We need that balance in our relationships. We need those balances in our families. Uh, We need those balances in our workplaces. We need those balances in our churches. We need those things in order to function, as it says in the Bible, right? Um, To order to function as a whole. We each have different parts. And so I wanted to encourage you in that today. Even when it comes to, you know, my work with the ministry, I am constantly like, it's this constant battle between discipline myself to sit at my desk for certain hours and to work on certain things and to make a list. And it has to be balanced because a lot of times my ideas don't come when I'm sitting at scheduled hours at the desk or the best writing I have literally comes from when I'm laying in bed in the morning and I'm praying and all of a sudden, like this is how, this is what happens to me. I'll get an idea and I just have to go to my phone and start typing it out like that second and I'll start writing and writing and writing and then later I'll come in and proofread it and make it nice and turn it into an Instagram post or a blog post or a podcast or something else. And 
that's just how my brain operates. My brain isn't like, okay, it's 10 o'clock, you're sitting at your desk, and now you're going to have the article you want to write or the video you want to make. Like, so it's hard for me. Um, and so if I were to force myself to function in that box and say, these are the hours that I'm working, it's, it's not going to happen because that's not how my brain operates. My brain is constantly, you know, having these ideas at all crazy hours, unfortunately. Um, so I've learned how I operate. And so I do schedule time for me to sit down at my desk and do things. But those are like more the practical things. Like these are the things I want to do today. I have to do this is the business side, whatever it is. Um, maybe there's planning things. And that's really good to have scheduled time to do certain things. But I also have to realize that sometimes the things that are really important happen outside of those scheduled times. It would be the very same thing for homeschooling. I've seen so many different types of homeschoolers over the years. I do homeschool consulting. So I talk to homeschoolers a lot throughout the year. I talk to homeschoolers when I go to homeschooling conventions and I speak. And so many people are fighting their natural bent. They're like, yeah, I want to fly by the seat of my pants and just learn with my kids. And I want to have fun learning. And I want to explore different things. But we have to stick to the curriculum. We have to check off the boxes. We have to do that or we're not going to be good homeschoolers. And you know what I have learned over the years? Our best lessons have not often been from a planned book. They've never been planned. They're the life lessons, the real life lessons, the building relationships, the real life hands-on learning. So you've got to find that balance in your homeschool as well. This coming year, I talked about it on an episode recently. I have some ideas for our homeschool year. I think it was about two weeks back. You can go check that out if you haven't listened, our plans for the next homeschooling year. I'm going to do an entire video on Instagram and Facebook Live about this because I am so excited I feel like after 17 years of homeschooling, I finally found our groove, which sounds crazy. But I feel like I've finally been able to let go of so many of the obstacles that, you know, we put in our way. Like, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I feel very free this year in our homeschool journey. So I'm super excited about it. Um, but yes, I can't just say, well, we're going to be free to do whatever we want. There does have to be constraints and boundaries and certain things we do have to do because I want my son to have an equivalent education for, you know, high school so that when he graduates that he meets certain requirements. So yes, he has an actual um, equivalent education, but there's also a lot of freedom and things that I want to do as well. So it is again about finding that balance. So I want to hear from you. If you're a homeschooler, are you that way? Does that happen to you? Um, you know, while I'm talking about homeschooling, I just want to put a little plug in here because I have a lot of homeschooling consulting clients and they tell me every year they read my books at the beginning of the homeschool year to help encourage them to focus, you know, before the year begins. Because my books are all about the heart and all about focusing on what truly matters. So I have called home finding joy and letting God lead your homeschool, the simple homeschool journey, building a family, not just a transcript, and real homeschool, letting go of the Pinterest perfect and Instagram ideal homeschool. Those are available on Amazon. You can go check those out and order them and really 
read them. They're short reads to help you get focused at the beginning of the year because it's very easy to get caught up in thinking we need to be type A and thinking we need to check all the boxes and you're leaving out the real spiritual aspect of everything. So I'd encourage you to go check those out. I also have two homeschooling e-courses, Simplify Your Homeschool. That's a four video uh, series where we talk about getting to the heart. You know, if you want to simplify, you got to start with the heart, really. And then um, Bible-based homeschooling, which talks about how we used the Bible to teach our children for an entire year. Uh, we didn't use any regular curriculum except for math. We just used our Bible study to teach history, language arts, science, um, all that good stuff. So you can go check those out as well. Everything is at my website at simplylivingforhim.com. So anyway, back to our discussion. I would love to have this kind of discussion online, like, you know, wherever you're seeing this, if we talk about it on Facebook or Instagram or message me somewhere, because it's interesting to me over the years, the more I interact with women through my e events, my Simply Living for Him events, or through homeschoolers, through my homeschooling events, it's interesting to see how we all think we have to fight our natural abilities. We have to fight who we are naturally. God gave us those character traits, those personality traits, those strengths and weaknesses even for a reason. And when we stop and we look at it that way, it changes everything. You know, it's it's how God made us and we need to go to him and say, "Lord, you made me by to fly by the seat of my pants. Like in in the in the areas that I need a little bit more self-control, I'm going to ask you Lord to help me with that. But in the areas where I can be that can be a strength, I want to ask you to strengthen it and to channel it for good. And this is something to teach our children as well. Because we have children that are, I mean, I have four children that are completely different in every way. Like all their personalities are so very different, but not one of them is greater than the other. They each have great abilities and great weaknesses. And it's our job to point them to the Lord and say, look how the Lord made you. Perhaps he wants to work in this one area in you and to strengthen that weakness. But then there's this other great thing that he made you to be whether it's strong-willed or whether it's um, super organized, whether it's fly by the seat of your pants or it's very disciplined. Those are all good things if we channel them properly. So it's important that we teach our children to go to the Lord and, and seek Him in how they made us. You know, it's funny. There's a lot of those things out there like the uh, personality tests and all those things. We all want to get to know how who we are and, and we feel like those are so helpful to know who we are. The most important thing you can do to know who you are is to know who made you. That goes for us as adults and to teach our children. If you want to get to know yourself better, get to know God better because you were made in his image and he has a plan for you and your job in life is to become more like him. And so if we want to become more like him, we have to know who he is first. And so let's start by studying who he is and get to know God and get to know his character and get to know his traits. And then look at yourself and your strengths and your weaknesses and how 
do they align with who God is? And what are the areas that you need to work on? And what are the areas that maybe are a gift? And so we look at it in a total different perspective. We don't look at it in a worldly perspective. We look at it in a biblical perspective of how God made us. So if you are out there and you're like me and you're a little bit more loosey-goosey in life, fly by the seat of your pants, it's okay. That's how God made you. Like, you know, my home, as I said, is it's definitely not dirty and disgusting or anything like that, but it's lived in. It's not always perfect. I was always the the kid who was like, I would rather have fun than to be, you know, stuck studying for school, or I would rather be doing something meaningful than to spend a lot of time on things that I felt like didn't matter in the end. And now as a Christian, it's the same way. It's always like, you know, is this really important in the grand scheme of things? Is it really important that my closet is, you know, organized by color and perfectly organized by season and all that? Or do I just have my clothes decent in my closet so I can wear them? You know, I always look at things like that. Like in the grand scheme of things, do I want to invest a lot of time and energy in something Or do I want to invest a lot of time and energy in things that matter for eternity? And so, again, there's no one way is better than the other. Type A isn't better than type B, but there's a great balance. And I think at the core, as long as we are glorifying God in all we do, and we are honoring Him, and we are growing closer to Him, then that's truly what matters most. And remembering that we use our strengths and our abilities, and we use our weaknesses, all of these things, in order to glorify Him and honor Him. I guess I just wanted to give you permission out there. If you're like me and you don't feel like you fit into the box, you feel like, you know, everybody's always glorifying the type A, that it's okay that God made you this way. We all need each other. We all need to balance each other. We all need to work together uh, with our different strengths and abilities. And you know what? Don't take life so seriously. No matter what personality you are, I don't mean that in a bad way, like flipping, like don't take life so seriously. I mean, like take eternity seriously, take our earthly life seriously, but take eternity even more seriously because what are the things that truly matter in the end? You know, we get so caught up in the details of life and that's why I'm always talking about living simply because the details really turn into distractions. Uh, And the distractions pull us away from the Lord. But we ultimately want to be drawing closer to the Lord. So that's why I'm always talking about simplifying and getting rid of distractions because they're hindrances to our walk with the Lord. Anything that you're thinking about more than you're thinking about Him or you're thinking about more than you're thinking about, you know, the kingdom. Those are things that we need to be like, hey, wait, am I spending too much time on this earthly stuff? You know? And you want to really be focused on the kingdom and building the kingdom and using your strengths and abilities to build his kingdom, not our own little kingdom. So whether you're a type A, a type B, or whatever, a type Z, whatever you are out there, the most important thing is you remember that God made you this way for a reason and for him. And how can you glorify him in all you do? And then passing that on to our children and teaching them as well. You know, um, instead of getting frustrated with a child's personality, like, why can't you just be this way? 
you look at it and say, this is, this is how God made them. There are certain areas that maybe need to be strengthened, right? But let's look to the Lord to strengthen that and not get down on them because God made them a certain way. Because ultimately, if they are a certain way, you know, we have to remember that, that God made this child. And as long as they're not uh, like sinning, I'm talking about like, you know, if they're, if we've got to channel their abilities and their strengths. And so I'm sure it frustrated my mom. I know it frustrated my mom to death when we were, when I was little, that I was, you know, disorganized and messy and, and fly by the seat of my pants and free spirited. But now as an adult, I'm sure she would say, wow, like those certain things were channeled for good now that you're an adult. So just remember that, um, you know, we don't want to always be, because I know myself, I would be very hard on my kids sometimes when they were little and be like, why can't you just be like this and this and this and this? That's not the answer. The answer is, okay, these are weaknesses maybe, and let's turn to the Lord and help you strengthen them instead of being so down on somebody for just being how God created them. So I hope that this encouraged you today. Just a little kind of different episode, just kind of talking about these things because I know that sometimes I feel like I don't fit in. I don't fit in because everybody talks about like, oh, I'm such a perfectionist. Oh, I'm, you know, and I'm like, I'm not. (laughs) So maybe I'm just, you know, outing myself today and being like, guess what? I am not that way. And it's okay because this is how God made me. So I hope this encouraged you as well out there. I want to hear from you. What type of personality are you? And are you allowing God to strengthen you, to enhance your strength? and are you allowing him to work through your weaknesses? I hope that um, you found this encouraging today and until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.